Hi everyone and welcome to International Love Story, a podcast about long distance and multicultural relationships. You might hear some birds in the background, um, not just, just sitting on the opposite side of me, we're both working in our camper van and yes, we are on the road since almost three weeks now and it's the first time I've been working on a podcast episode since we are on the road. We are still in Germany and the next stop will be the south of Germany and after that most probably we'll end up somewhere in Switzerland or Italy, maybe even Spain, we don't know yet exactly. But if we're somewhere close to you, just let us know, because we would love to meet you in person. Um, just go ahead and follow us on Instagram if you're not um, doing that yet. It's International Love Story and uh, yeah, you'll see where we are. Our first podcast episode, while being on the road, will be about a couple, obviously. It's about Jasmine and Treyang. Jasmine and Treyang, um, they met several years ago, and they're living in uh, Canada right now. Um, Jasmine is from Italy, Treyang is from India, and they choose Canada as somehow a neutral ground which i think is super interesting um we're going to talk a little bit about how it is to live there and we're going to talk about few challenges they had to overcome as jasmine was moving to canada right in the middle of the pandemic another topic we're going to cover in this episode is how it feels like to be left behind and there are a few parallels in Jasmine's and Triang's story to Nachos and mine. And we're going to cover this a little bit as well. Um, but I totally understand what they are dealing with right now and how they're feeling. Um, with this being said, we will dive directly into the conversation with Jasmine and Triang. What I think is very special about you guys is that you choose to live, but this is something we will talk about later, that you choose to live in Canada, like as a neutral ground, um, basically where you both started from, from scratch. But before we head into that, uh, I would like to know a bit more about you, like if you just could go ahead and introduce yourself to anyone who's listening right now. Hello everyone. My name is uh, Yasmin. I am uh, I am an Italian citizen, but uh, I have a Brazilian family. And uh, I am my partner is uh, Shreyanka Mudana Naik, <laughs> an Indian, and uh, we live uh, in Toronto in Canada together. And it's been uh, six months tomorrow that we are here together, and uh, we started this journey. So. Hi, I am uh, Shreyant Naik. Um, I grew up in Bombay in India and spent basically all my life there. 
and that's where i met uh, yasmin as well and uh, i met her my plan was to move to canada and then we both decided to work on it and here we are now uh, 6 months living together after one year staying apart so you've been in a long distance relationship as well and you also know how challenging it can be um yeah being in a long distance relationship not knowing exactly when to close the distance going through a bunch of paperwork i know uh, yasmin that you are still waiting for your work permit to legally work in canada um which hopefully might come soon um i would just like to start with your story like how did you meet what exactly happened for you guys that you both decided we are going to live in canada we will pull through it together and what's what's your background in general okay so um, i met uh, shreyank when uh, in i think it was 30. october yeah <laughs> october september of uh, 2008 but we met in 2017 i i went to india for an internship i was working for uh, an indian ngo and um, i was supposed to spend only three months in india but then um, uh, i really like the culture and the place so i decided to extend and to stay in india for other two months uh, so basically at the end of my first three months i met shreyank we met uh, through a uh, an app mm-hmm. and uh, we decided uh, yeah <laughs> we decided to meet and it actually was also the first time for me like doing something like this and yeah, he was the only person i have I've met <laughs> and um uh we met our first date was not that great to be honest it, we were uh, <laughs> we were very shy person and um i think that from my side i was maybe acting very cool like it was you know like <laughs> yeah like cool you were for, doing this all yeah, the time and, you know, online dating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was acting very cool and um i mean from his side i guess he was very nervous and he wanted to impress me so he was just talking and talking and never listening to me and i was like oh my god this guy never listens that's not cool and uh, so after the first date i was like mm, i i really don't know but then i decided to give him like a, a second chance and um, we met again and uh, we just went to have a chai like an indian tea and it was actually nice yeah. because uh, we talk we were just you know in a neutral place because the first time we met like in this type of disco restaurant where the music was very loud and at the beginning uh, like uh, i have an italian accent he has uh, of course an indian accent and uh, it's hard uh, for the first time to understand each other so we need to get used to to how we speak english mm-hmm. so it was not <laughs> nice the first meeting but then uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean if i can add something like of course the first meeting was not great but somehow it became very memorable because uh, i now i remember that uh, on our first date um i was very nervous about everything and i had reached that place a half an hour before to ensure that we get a table there and mm-hmm. uh, because it gets really crowded and it was a friday night right so and i was already there and uh, during the date i remember giving her a dare to eat a chili 
and she she and i think even she wanted to impress and she ate a chili and <laughs> she immediately started to cry yeah there were tears coming then i had to rush to get a lemon soda and uh, so i thought okay you know frank you made someone cry on the first day <laughs> there is no hope there so you can you know call it a day <laughs> but uh, and also another memorable thing is um on that day there was a photographer of the club yeah and uh, he was going around taking pictures of everybody and uh, he came and took a picture of us as well mm-hmm. and uh, i felt oh wow this has never happened to me and uh, at that moment oh maybe this is a sign of some good things to come mm-hmm. and this is the first day and mm-hmm. uh, that was a good feeling that i had in myself and uh, but yeah and then the next day we saw the pictures on facebook and you know felt good <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was memorable not the best not but the best uh, one. memorable one so it's a good it's story it took yeah. a while for you to get warm with each other because there yeah. are two cultures yeah. um you do have as you said before you both have a very strong accent which i love mm-hmm. i love listening to you and it's just like it's so confusing as well because i have the italian accent on the right side and then the indian accent on the left side and it sounds so amazing if you talk to each other it's like oh i love it um so it took a while for you to to get warm with each other even though if you heated her up by giving her a spicy pepper like or chili actually not even a pepper a spicy chili chili yeah like, a green chili I mean, I mean, Yasmin, what were you thinking of of trying? I mean, I know you Italian. You like like a little bit more like when it comes to food, a little bit more spicy than we Germans. But what actually gave you the idea to try this chili in India? <laughs> I where, really don't, why? I, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted. I don't know. I was just acting cool. I remember I was acting really cool <laughs> that date I was wearing like this long dress uh, was wearing lipstick which I normally never do mm-hmm. and uh, so I was just I don't know I was just wanted to act cool and to show yes I am a foreigner in India but you know I can handle it uh-huh. I, I, <laughs> I don't need any help mm-hmm. I can handle everything in this country I was acting like this and so yeah Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good memory. We we like sometimes like we are not um, very open to speak about how we met mm-hmm. because you know there is this um, uh, like uh, not misunderstanding or you know stereotype against people who who meet through a dating apps. But uh, yeah, so sometimes we are not very open about that, but that's okay. I mean, like <laughs> after four years, we are still here, so that's that's completely fine. I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't say anything about us. At the beginning, it's a bit of a struggle because you think, okay, you know, we need to prove that we are really like serious, you know, like uh, in uh, this relationship. But uh, that's fine. I mean, uh, we are okay with that, and you know, and also. Um, I decided to meet him a second time because, okay, it was a bit of a disaster our uh, first date, but still, you know, like uh, you you can understand. I think when you meet uh, Shreyanka, that he is uh, a very genuine person, and I understood that uh, from the first day. I understood he was trying really hard. Mm-hmm. So I just say, okay, that's very sweet in the end that he was trying. So let's let's try another time. <laughs> 
But what was it um, the other way around, uh, Shrayank? What impressed you the most with Jasmine when you saw her the first time and the first date? What was it that you were like, okay, I have to, I have to see her again? Yeah. Um, so we were um, speaking for a for a week before we met, mm -hmm. and uh, throughout uh, like speaking over that week, I had this idea of I was really curious to know her as a person because. For me, someone who leaves uh, Europe to come to India and work in in an NGO which works in, you know, like on the underprivileged areas of Bombay, mm -hmm. that was very curious. And I could see that personality in her when I was speaking with her over the week. And when I met her, she, even though she was trying hard to impress, like eating a chili, but she seemed very genuine to me. And I could see that, um, uh, like the heart is clear, you know, there is no It's, there's no pretense over there. I mean, it's 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 a cool way to, okay, you can show off, but there is nothing that's fake about her. You know, even now, like, I don't see anything like fake or it's it's genuine over there. So that really impressed me. And I decided, and I, I want always wanted to be with someone who's genuine and, you know, true to the heart. Mm -hmm. And that's the qualities I see. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, makes uh, me also feel good. You know, I'm with a nice person like that. And yeah, and also I remember she looked very, very beautiful. <laughs> still, still do. Uh, yeah. You're still in love, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we have a fair share of fights, but that's all normal, you know. Like, it's always a balance. It has to be like that. Yeah. How I mean, talking talking about fights because I remember when Nacho and I when we moved together, it took around six months, and uh, <laughs> you just said yes, mean that you're living in Canada since six months, or reunited since since six months, um, to adjust to several things, but also to adjust to my partner, and yeah. um, especially in the beginning, it's like you're just so overwhelmed with impressions, mm. and you're trying to 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 yeah, basically. Um, start from from zero and make the best out of it but then after six months you adjust and then you also get to know each other in a different way at least this is how it went with Nacho and with mm -hmm. me this is also when it started for us fighting I mean it's not like we had major fights but it was like stupid things for example socks on the ground and I got <laughs> mad with it and I taught him hey please pick them up and you know like all those little things and you were never thinking that you could basically that you would be in, in such a position because for for such a long time it seemed so far away for us to close the distance and suddenly we did that and then I got mad with stupid things like that not for long but maybe for 30 seconds or so whatever how how is it in your relationship uh it is like this mm -hmm. and uh yeah to be honest we had a like a rough last month mm -hmm. like this month was not very easy for us and because we were feeling that you know like it's the first six months together mm -hmm. I mean at least from my side And uh, I don't know, I think that also mentally in my head, I said, okay, let's, uh, the first six months uh, uh, were my first deadline, mental deadline, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to see 
the improvement in our relationship uh, in our my immigration situation but after six months it's still very, everything very uncertain so mm-hmm. I think that I just you know had a mental breakdown and we were just um, super overwhelmed with this situation and we were having keeping having this small stupid discussion and maybe you know not talking to each other properly for two days and it was just insane honestly we just you know yesterday we said that's enough you know mm-hmm. we had a terrible April so let's start again <laughs> with May and uh, yeah and uh, it's it's been difficult to be honest uh, yes also because uh, we were waiting for so long for one year to just close the the distance and then uh, honestly we had to jump into like closing it because uh, they they were allowing me into the country into Canada so I just packed my bag and came and uh, so it was very sudden for us just to change all our lives and to start mm-hmm. a new life together uh, from zero like this and um, yeah sometimes when we have uh, this little fights like these or or we are just so bored there is nothing to do and uh, Mm -hmm. we just you know remember our situation of one year ago when we were just dying to stay together Mm -hmm. or just you know to get bored together Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it's it's still a work in progress it's it's not easy I mean the first period uh, so yeah yeah I don't know about you (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, six months, to be honest, is a lot of, lot of time mm. when you're living together. Uh, as you said, it's like the trial period. I mean, you, you need at least six months to get to that vibe where you're getting to know what the other person doesn't like. So you get to learn and okay, make sure. So I know a lot of small, small things which I probably took for granted, but yes, we won't like it. But now... I hope I'm making progress there. (laughs) And, but the important thing to know is this is normal. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is no such thing as a perfect couple Mm -hmm. and a perfect relationship, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, there are no two people, even if they are from the same cultures, right? Mm -hmm. There are no two people who are the same. It's in the end of, like, you, you start get to know each other and, you make you make those changes in yourself. I mean, um, that's that's what living in a family is, right? I mean, you have to make these small changes, small uh, things, which make both of us happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we also have to think in the future. You know, like we have to invest in this relationship. We have to trust each other, and uh, you know, live together, enjoy life. Fights will happen, but in the back of your mind, you should know that these fights are temporary. And uh, in the end, we will patch up and uh, we will move on. And this fight will also be kind of a memory, which after one year we'll talk, oh, when we first moved here for the six months, we fought a lot, you know, like it will be a memory like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think, I mean, you are in a very special situation, um, to be honest. I mean, you moved to to Canada, Yasmin, when all this uh, COVID thing just mm-hmm. started a couple of weeks before, you know, a couple of months before. Um, we hope for the best that things will calm down soon. Um, 
I don't know about the current situation in Canada, but at least here in, in Europe, things are slowly calming down in at least most of the countries. Um, so you were together 24-7 almost. And um, I know that you, Shreyang, you were walking most of the time while Rasmin stayed at home, which can be a lot of pressure as well. So you do have, suddenly you do have a lot of time in your hand. Mm. You can't go anywhere. You don't have a mm. working permit. You can't, you, you wouldn't be allowed legally even to, to apply for jobs or mm. to do anything about it, you know, so you can't change the status quo. Mm. And um, how did it make you feel, especially the first few months when, um, when you took care of all this and tried to figure it out? Uh, honestly, terrible. I mean, mm. honestly, really terrible. I was, when I came here, I was just thinking, okay, I will be the happiest. Finally, I'm with Shreyang. But then, I mean, after the second day, I just, I was like, I was feeling terrible. I say, oh my God, what I'm really doing here? Like, there is nothing for me. I was like, really feeling trapped. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I couldn't do anything, like, uh, because nothing was really in my control. Because for the immigration, I just said, wait. And um, as um, I decided uh, also when I moved to, to take, um, to ask for psychological help. So, and I've recently completed a six months of um, therapy mm -hmm. just, you know, for like to help me to support with this process of moving and settling and uh, in my new reality. And um, What I decided to do is uh, basically to to try like also what my therapist suggested. She said it's it's not true that uh, everything is not under your control. You can you can control small small things around you. How you just focus on that day that you have in front of you, and uh, it's it's not easy to, <laughs> to apply that, but. Uh, um, I'm trying to do that in the sense I'm trying also to focus on the things that, uh, you know, makes me happy. So um, since I can't work, but I can volunteer. Mm -hmm. So I starting doing some volunteer works. I, I go, I deliver food to our, um, to elderly people in our neighborhood or people that uh, for social reasons, they can't uh, step out of their houses. Uh, so this helps me because I I feel good. Uh, like I'm honestly a person that always like to do some charity work. So this is a trait of also my personality. So here I, I can still do that. You know, I'm since since uh, six months I'm uh, I'm volunteering. I'm I'm going outside. I'm I'm meeting people. Uh, I'm also discovering another side of you know Canada, Toronto that looks like always these amazing places place, but has also has some you know inequalities inside the community. And um, And then another thing that I started doing, I started writing. I like to write and uh, I was just writing for myself. Then I said, okay, let's, let's try also, you know, to do, to do something uh, bigger. So I decided to open a blog and uh, to talk about, you know, what I'm, uh, what I'm experiencing, uh, my immigration situation, uh, living with uh, Shrey Young and, uh, and so on. And, uh, 
this honestly also helped me a lot. Like I'm keeping myself occupied and uh, it's also something nice, like to be honest, uh, when I'm also starting uh, to, to give some interviews, uh, I also can speak about my blog uh, and, uh, and many people are actually interesting, uh, interested mm. in that. And it, it's nice because they see that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying <laughs> to do something. So I just decided, you know, to focus uh, on uh, on the things that makes me happy and uh, so it's like you know being uh, helpful uh, with the others or you know writing it, it's not easy of course because sometimes <laughs> I just you know like what I'm really doing but uh, there are mm, like the situation it's not uh, the same like uh, compared to when I came here because I had an improvement with my visa and uh, it got approved but it's not uh, <laughs> It's not here yet. So it's not that um, it, it's better, of course. And um, yeah, it, it's it's not easy, of course, because it, it's like we decided to start from zero. But we are at the, uh, the stage where sometimes I see that uh, like Shrank is, is moving very like fast and I'm still behind. So so it, uh, I start a bit shaking. Uh, mm-hmm. But um yeah, <laughs> but we we always focus on the long term. Still, like we we take uh, like day by day, but still we know that uh, we want to stay together, and uh, we want to to like to stay in our family. Like we are a family, and we want to stay together. And we know that things will be fine. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so we know that. And, uh, yeah. It's just like what you're just describing um, just brings back so many memories because when I moved and now I have to think about it like 2017, which was four years ago Mm -hmm. to Miami, I also started writing. I started a blog, which is not online, by the way, anymore, but it was just something for me to share my experience, um, Mm -hmm. to, to note down how my days in Miami look like. And what you were just saying, Jasmine, um, saying that you see uh, Shreyang moving forward and moving quite mm. fast because we talked about it the last time when we had the pre-call that he mm. has a good job in Canada. Obviously, like everything is running quite smooth for him. And mm. then you feel like you're just behind everything because mm. you're still waiting for your papers. So you're not allowed to work. There's also no... no um, not so many ways to make friends right now you know all those things the social life is also missing it's a big part obviously um just i i when you were just describing how you feel i had a very heavy heart let me let me say it like this because i know the feeling Mm. and this feeling sucks it just Mm. sucks it's so heavy and it's something you have to deal with and at some point, you don't even know how to handle it. Um, it's just there and you know you have to stay positive and everyone mm. around you tells you what to do and mm. how to how to stay positive. And you try to take all those good advices and you try to basically schedule your day and, you know, but then there are days you're like, okay, I'll get up at 2 p.m. So whatever, I don't have anything planned for the day. Um, so what is there really left for me? And then you mm. see your partner, as you just said, moving forward, mm-hmm. very focusing, um, being fulfilled in, in uh, professional wise or so whatever. And 
and you just think like, what am I actually doing here? Why am I even here? Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, you made a decision. You made a decision Mm -hmm. because you want to live together. And Mm -hmm. you always like, okay, there's this goal of living together. But some days it just sucks. And especially if everyone around you tells you, yeah, but it can't be so bad and just see the positive of it, ladi ladi. And you're like, no, <laughs> I just want to be, I just want to feel all those feelings right now and just leave mm-hmm. me alone. Mm-hmm. At least this is how I felt. I don't know if you can compare. No, no, I, I'm really grateful that uh, you can understand uh, my position because it's not really easy to empathize with that. Because I'm still, you know, in a lucky situation. I am with Shreya. We have this nice house. We are in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy. It looks like I always complain, but it's not. And I'm really trying my best. And uh, another thing I would like to add is that uh, I really think it's it's more difficult when you are a woman. Because um, there is all this judgment that oh I see she left everything for the partner she doesn't focus on her career she doesn't want her to be independent that it's it's not like this you know mm-hmm. and uh, I also had to uh, fought a lot against this uh, all this bad prejudice against me and um, it's not like this you know I took my decision it's not easy but it's not like if for, for this moment uh, of course, like this, our, uh, our family, it's uh, our, my priority, but it's not like my career or everything that I want to do in my life. Uh, it, like I forgot about it. It's still there. Like, and mm-hmm. everything that I'm, I'm doing, like there are very small, small steps, but, but I still think that they will lead me to like, you know, my professional goals or and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How How is it on your end, Shrayank, when you see... Uh, just mean having a rough day and um, maybe even a mental breakdown um, not feeling well so how do you feel sometimes you feel helpless Um, uh, to be honest like uh, we actually had this conversation this week Um, so sometimes I feel a bit of pressure in the sense that I see it as okay uh, we are doing what we can. What's in our control, we are able to do it. And uh, when the topic comes where she is sharing some things, how she feels, uh, you know, that she's in a very difficult place. For the first, for the first times, we try to empathize with each other. You know, we listen. But eventually, what happens is, I, I think it's normal to behave like this. Is um, at least I have reacted like this. Okay, it's it's getting too much for me. Mm-hmm. Where uh, and it's it's not that I'm complaining and I'm asking her to okay stop complaining, mm-hmm. but it it does look like that. Where okay, you know I I have working uh, 10, 10 hours a day, and after that, I I do listen to you, but it seems as if you're just complaining about it. I'm sorry that you have to feel uh, go through this, but you know let's let's stop talking every day about this situation, you know, but I agree that's wrong because when someone is feeling that way, you have to listen to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes what I have behaved is I have uh, to be in the most little sense, say, okay, I can't take this anymore. Let's not talk about it. 
let's talk about something else apart mm. from immigration worries and everything mm. because after 12 hours of work let's not 24 hours let's not talk about the same thing yeah, yeah but but i agree that and we just discussed about this just yesterday mm-hmm. where uh, we we saw the tables turning a bit because yesterday i was feeling a bit low and uh, i told her about this and then she said oh you know what there's a lot of things happening in my life about my immigration and i can't listen to you right now <laughs> about oh. that so it was like the same situation but reverse but mm-hmm. uh, how i feel um is uh, it's it's good that we have this conversation where we are at our kind of say worst i mean um you know like supposedly very angry and frustrated it's good because we know the extreme side and uh, but in the end we like we all hugged each other yesterday and we you know like uh, made a plan okay let's not have these uh, fights anymore let's be more mm-hmm. uh, empathizing um but i don't remember if i answered your question at all <laughs> no you did <laughs> okay <laughs> you did what i just okay. love is um and and i really i really appreciate it is that you're so honest because yeah. i can only imagine um being completely honest about how you're feeling and mm. uh, what you were just saying like after 10 hours of work you don't mm. have like you don't want to get your mind off yeah. other things and concentrate on positive things and having yeah. someone sitting at home being frustrated sad it, it's it's a lot beyond let's be honest yeah. it's a lot and um i also know how this feels like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I understand right now I do understand both sides. Um yeah. in the end what what do I do think and and I will always uh, remember this and this is also something where Nacho and I when we shared our story um in the first podcast episodes is uh when we had or there was one specific um moment um I remember where suddenly for me things changed a lot. And we just, so in our case, it was like, we just moved. We moved to our very own apartment. So no roommates anymore. So because the roommate situation before was a, a huge, um, yeah, ballast. So it, it bothered me a lot because I was the only woman in, in, in there, you know. So, and then we finally moved, but I still, I wasn't happy. So I thought, okay, with this step, I will be happy. But then I figured I'm not because I still didn't have a job. You know, I didn't yeah. have friends and there were so many things i didn't feel comfortable in miami ladi ladi all those things so i had another breakdown which i had several ones in miami which i do think is normal as well mm. and and natural was like he sensed that this is just too much and he sensed like at some point it has to end mm. because at some point you have to look forward and and build mm. a life together you know and um he told me like christina listen right now I am always a few steps ahead of you. Mm. Same situation you are in right now. So Freyank is a few steps ahead of Yasmin. And he told me, no matter what, I will wait for you. And the moment Mm. we are going to be next to each other again, we are going to keep on walking. So just be sure I'm here for you. I will wait for you. But you have to get your things in order. And make sure that you follow me to the step where I'm waiting for you, you know. And mm. that was that was something I remember mm. like it was yesterday. I will never forget how he, he was standing in front of me. He wasn't pity about me or anything. He was just like, get your shit together. Make mm. sure you're going to walk next to me again. And then 
we'll be fine, you know? Mm. And suddenly from there on, it, it shifted even the way that he was like, okay, now I feel like you are walking miles in front of me. And I was like, yeah, I know I'm going to wait for you. And suddenly, or at some point you will catch up with me and then we will walk together, you know, mm. same situation, because at some point it's like, like one is always kind of leading the the um yeah. relationship one person is always driving the car you know and it's it's just a shift and mm. um this is something i will never forget and this is exactly how it happened mm. and sometimes it just takes a while um especially i mean you're in a very special situation you are in such a special situation right now with the whole situation going on right now in the world in general mm. and um I just think it's just amazing to see like how, what an open communication you have and you shrank being like, okay, listen, let me be honest with you. I had a hard day. I can't handle it right now. And of course that might lead to another discussion because yes. yeah. it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's and yeah, yesterday, I mean, I also understood that um, I was like, I was really, it's not that I have, I have been selfish, but I was really like focused on myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I didn't really realize how, you know, how heavy it can be also for him. And uh, I think that yesterday I understood that because, you know, during weekends, I, I always try to be, you know, I, I don't want to think about immigration and stuff. I just want to enjoy the weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was feeling a bit low. And I was just, it was very bad. I mean, from my side, it was just uh, talking, expressing. I was like, no, I, like I am positive today. I don't want to listen to this. And it was really not cool, but, you know, I, well, thanks to that situation, I could really understand like uh, how he feels sometimes. So we would just try, you know, to keep a balance and uh, yeah, to work more on the communication and uh, you know uh, everything that you share about, you know, how Nacho said that thing to you that uh, you know he will wait for you, and it, it's just very you know true and uh, mm -hmm. useful also for us. So thank you. No, of course, of course. It just, as I said before, this is a conversation we had years ago and I still remember clearly and this is exactly how it is up to today. And there are days he feels down and there are days I feel down, you know, and it's just about supporting each other and also understanding the, each other's situation. And sometimes I do think that it's also important to, not sometimes always, to be honest and to be like, okay, like you've cried enough, just get your shit together and move <laughs> forward. You know, sometimes you just need a exactly. little kick into the exactly. yes. And, and exactly. this is what I needed. It, it, yeah. let, let me be honest. I needed it. I needed him to tell me, like, Christina, yeah, yeah. I can't change exactly. the fact. <laughs> just get it together. <laughs> and yeah, in the moment I was mad, I was like, how can you say such thing to me? Yeah. And then I was like, yes. And like days later, when everything worked out the way it did after all, and everything developed amazingly, like to a point where I didn't even expect I was capable of, mm. of pulling through stuff like this, you know? Mm. Um, I was like, yes, he was so right. 
and it just mm. takes a few days or even a few months to realize mm. but you will get there mm. yeah yeah so i feel like we also just jumped like because we we were just talking about how you guys basically met <laughs> <laughs> i just love how we how we jumped from one to yeah. the other how, how, <laughs> how you just been at a at a um a chili yeah. <laughs> and then you were in a relationship and you still dating <laughs> and now you're in canada <laughs> what i would also like to know is um because as i understand Trank, um when you start dating for you it was clear that you're going to move to canada right yeah Already? i mean i was serious about it yes like, okay while i was working in bombay i had made a made up my mind saying the next job i find won't be in india it will be abroad so that's mm -hmm. the way i looked at it and i just wanted to experience life here and, you know move a bit slower life than bombay <laughs> so yeah and jasmine was aware of it yeah like uh, he told me about i think his plan at the first date and uh, right after the chili yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've always like when uh, we met i was 23 i mean uh, almost 24 and i was in india mm. and i had this for me it was fine i mean i was just sharing about his plans and i've always you know uh, seen my life seen my life living abroad so mm -hmm. it was like open uh, to any type of country and um, I mean we started like yeah because I realized that from the Chile we jumped to Canada so, <laughs> so I mean yeah that was my said, that was my yeah. fault but I just yeah no 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 <laughs> um, okay I will just try I mean to <laughs> reconnect some points mm -hmm. We start after a second date. Uh, we were basically always together. Like I only had two months in India, and we knew that. And uh, we were like, uh, let's stay together. Like let's enjoy the time together, and then let's see how this uh, relationship will go. And uh, we really enjoyed. Like mm -hmm. uh, it was super mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Like it was very nice yeah. to just spend time together. We traveled mm -hmm. a lot. We went to North India. Mm -hmm. We were like during weekends going for romantic yeah. gateways. <laughs> so it was really a nice. A yeah, a lot of fun. And uh, just in the end, uh, we were like, okay, I mean, what's next? And uh, we said, okay, let's let's try to have a long distance relationship mm. let's see we were open about that mm. and uh, let's see how, how things will go we were not like uh, okay after two months i mean it was nice bye let's have our own life we were open to to see how you know long distance relationship uh, could work for us but we also we were also very clear that uh, this was not forever i mean forever in the sense the long distance relationship we needed to have like uh, gap, yeah. yeah to close the gap very soon so uh, we started the long distance relationship and um, for uh, we stayed far for uh, one year like between uh, italy I was in italy and i was uh, in, uh, in india visited in we visited in between uh, in the sense it was a proper mm -hmm. long distance relationship uh, 
he came in, like, I went back to Italy in uh, December. Mm -hmm. He came to visit me, visit me in March for my graduation. He said two weeks in Italy mm -hmm. and then... You went uh, in November? No, I went in December. Okay. <laughs> in, in December 2018? Or 2017. 2017 and mm -hmm. then we met in, uh, again in March. 18. 18 exactly yeah. he came for my graduation master graduation two weeks two weeks and um yeah. and then uh, we said uh, then uh, we met again in july in india. in india i came for one week and uh, in july and one week it was like one basically week. five days yeah, yeah because... <laughs> For my brother's wedding, mm. so it was very hectic for me as well. Yeah, it was a lot of things to do. Like it's an Indian wedding with uh, like hundreds of people in yeah. the wedding. And How many? I, How many? I think easily four hundred easily. Okay, but is that considered as a small wedding in India, or is no, that no, no, no? It's a considered normal. as a normal, normal, normal wedding. wedding. Okay, hundred people is less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, he came in July and then, uh, no, I, I went to India in, uh, in July and then he came uh, to Italy in uh, late of September and he stayed for one month. And it was honestly very cool because also for that one month uh, we rented an apartment and uh, we stayed together for one, like, month, for one yeah. month really. And then we stayed afar wow. for quite a long time because um, uh, I got a job opportunity in India. Mm -hmm. And um, so in uh, uh, March, I moved to India and I stayed there for one year. Okay. So, yeah, so we just were thinking, okay, let's wait a bit because in the end we will stay together for a long time. And uh, we stayed together, I think, for, um, I mean, in the same city, we're not living together, but at, at least we were like in the same city, like a normal couple, let's say, you were coming <laughs> to visit me after work meeting for dinners and stuff like this for eight to nine months because after that he he went to canada <laughs> so for four months we were having a distant relationship canada india where i was in india and he was in canada <laughs> and uh, and then in march of uh, 2020 no in uh, february 2020 i came back to italy mm -hmm. with the idea of moving to canada the mm -hmm. next month but then the pandemic happened and uh, we had to stay far for uh, for one year yeah. and uh, yeah so <laughs> i just <laughs> reconnected a bit uh, the dates and mm -hmm. so on but uh, yes i mean from also like the first year of long distance relationship he was completing his paperwork for canada and uh, we knew it that in, like the, the plan was that for us to move together uh, to Canada was okay. always that. Mm -hmm. Also, when I had the um, the opportunity in India, he actually postponed his uh, travel. Mm -hmm. So he came to Canada in the last month that he could travel to Canada with mm -hmm. his visa. Mm -hmm. So we tried to make it work also like this. And uh, the plan was always that like. Um, to, to have a long distance relationship, but in the end to move together to, to Canada mm -hmm. and uh, to stay together here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because yeah, it, it looked the best plan to be honest, because I mean, in Italy, we just couldn't stay because we needed to get married. I mean, <laughs> to stay in Italy like this. And um, in, in India, I try, like when I had that job opportunity, we stay together. But uh, as much as I love India, 
and uh, sometimes we think of having a life there it's mm-hmm. uh, at the same time very very difficult mm-hmm. and uh, you know like uh, and also it's very difficult from a social point of view like it's not easy to be a couple not married in India mm-hmm. and uh, it's not easy to find an apartment to be honest where they will rent a place for us and uh, so that's why like the plan to move to a third country which like we uh, both of us could you know afford uh, um, a visa and so on it made more sense to us mm-hmm. so wow. after all like i mentioned before you choose neutral ground yeah. Yeah. I, it just brings back some memories for me about the initial thought process for canada <laughs> like um in the start when we were having the conversation so in the end the process for the canadian pr it's uh, i got kind of lucky mm-hmm. because uh, given my so the i might get a bit technical for 5 minutes sorry mm-hmm. about that but no the canadian pr works on a points based system where if you have a masters degree you get mm-hmm. more points and you become eligible to get the invitation to apply for a pr permanent residency and my profile was as such my i have done a course called the cfa which is a financial certification but for the canadian pr they don't recognize that as a masters so they considered me as a bachelor and my score was not there to get a invitation to come here mm-hmm. so while i was i was just trying to be positive i think to myself okay let's let's continue to do it if the scores reduce i'll come and see how it goes so while we were together um the cutoff for the pr was very high it was around 475 or something mm-hmm. and my score was around 440 no 438 so there was a 30 point gap mm-hmm. uh and in between i had to give my english exam the first exam uh, did not go well the sec- mm-hmm. uh, so i gave the english exam again and that exam went really well and uh, because of that i got a score of 441 mm-hmm. and that time the cutoff was 440 oh so, yeah <laughs> one yeah. point more than needed one point more <laughs> wow and, yeah and i remembered when i got the invitation we were in italy were in italy i was in italy and uh, like it was like a surprise because for me that thing was supposed to happen after months and but it suddenly happened one day i have uh, the email coming in you have the eta uh, you submit these documents and you will have your pr things like that mm-hmm. so yeah i mean so coming to the point in the initial start while we had this plan to move to canada it wasn't certain that canada will take me because mm-hmm. uh, i did not know if my points would qualify or not but then luck happened and uh, theory are you know hmm. yeah we yeah it's true <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah it's true <laughs> if, if canada did not give i think what would we have yeah <laughs> now if we, yeah, yeah now uh, like we give for granted that exactly. in canada but that that's true i mean it was a very like it's it was a work in progress mm-hmm. and let's see i mean I, i was always positive about you know you getting it to canada mm-hmm. so you know i was mm-hmm. like I don't know like somehow I could really see us here. Mm-hmm. So that uh, you know. Yeah. 
yeah helped us and uh, yeah it's true <laughs> yeah. what what visa is it Yasmin you are in, in Canada right now um so at the moment I'm still a visitor so I came through the extended family reunification. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's uh, how I managed to enter Canada during the pandemic. It's an exemption because uh, the Canadian borders are still closed. Mm -hmm. But I got my um, working holiday visa, mm -hmm. uh, which was the visa I, I applied to come here initially. Okay. And uh, to be honest, I mean, um, because I don't, I don't, I still don't qualify for the PR. Because I don't have the three years of uh, continuous work experience that they they ask for, mm -hmm. so that it's it was the best uh, visa for me. I applied for that and uh, I um, like I it, it got approved, but I still need uh, to get it. I mean, to be honest, it's not the best visa, <laughs> in the sense that uh, it's it's for one year and uh, the work permit it's for six months. Mm -hmm. So it's it's still very uncertain, but. You know, it, it made it sense uh, back then, and uh, we also will be applying for the, um, the sponsorship mm -hmm. in the sense that um, we will be recognized. Uh, we will be recognized as a, a common couple, okay? Uh, common, common, yeah, common law <laughs> couple. So he will basically sponsor my visa. Mm -hmm. So this will take a uh, time. <laughs> But uh, still, like before, we know that uh, we will come to to an end. Uh, like I will, uh, will be able to get a work visa before, and then I will also get my PR. So still a work in progress. <laughs> how how is Canada in general when it comes to um, couples like you? Because you are not married, so obviously, like you do have a relationship. So for me. And this is something that makes me mad quite often, mm. to be honest, um, because I couldn't have lived in the US if not sure and I wouldn't have been married. It was never a goal of mine to get married. So in the end, we got married for me to get the papers, to be honest. And I know this yeah. is something a lot of couples are doing. And what makes me mad is that a relationship is not recognized as, as, as such thing. Like, mm. it has to be marriage. It has to be on paper, you know? Mm. Um, how is Canada a little bit more open towards that? From my side, I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, it took a lot of time, like almost one year for Canada also to recognize, like, uh, the, the reunification of unmarried couples. Mm. But in the end, uh, it happened. I mean, and it's, I think there are 12, uh, less than 20 countries in the world that recognize that. It took a while, but they did. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's honestly like we feel also like also as a, a non-married couple, but also as an international couple, we feel fine here mm -hmm. in the sense that uh, like, of course, we can't really like explore and experience the Canadian culture with the lockdown. But it's like also while like just walking, you could feel the vibe that it's, it's an open minded place. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also live uh, in the in the village like, that's called the LG LGBTQ plus area, and uh, it, it's also it's really nice because you could see you know all these uh, community centers for uh, you know, civil rights and so on. Uh, yeah, and you feel the the vibe of diversity. It's actually it, it, it's okay here. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and we really appreciate that uh, of uh, living here and uh, and also this fact that after okay they ask uh, like after one year of living together you are a couple, which is you know still okay. I mean after still mm-hmm. one year we are recognized a couple and he yeah. can sponsor me and it's 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 a nice thing. Like in Italy it's not like this. Mm-mm. And uh, it's, it's honestly very cool. And like uh, any type of couple can apply in the yeah. sense, financial couples, uh, gay couples, yeah. and it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I mm. mean, in terms of uh, recognition of all kinds of mm. couples, um, it's it's very progressive mm. here in Canada, you know. Mm. And uh, I mean, when we were doing research, like anyone can get married here. I, I'm yeah. not sure about of different countries but here if you mm. get your passport uh, and if you're above 18 yeah. two different nationalities can come and get married here and have their marriage registered yeah. here and uh, it's accepted and uh, same sex couples are they have all the rights mm. uh, and uh, yeah i mean in that way it's very in- inclusive no sometimes yeah. i feel guilty because uh, like i'm very mad at canada in the sense that with the immigration uh, i'm always on twitter complaining about when it's my visa ready and so on but yeah it's also because of the pandemic that we are in this situation and it's taking a lot of time but we recognize that uh, i mean that's also the reason why we choose to stay here because it's open towards us i mean it's open towards diversity mm-hmm. and um, yeah and uh, we really recognize that and we are grateful actually mm-hmm. yeah because that's as you just said 20 or 21 countries right now worldwide who recognize yeah i, I don't remember the name but yeah. very less yeah yeah I'm and pretty sure india is not one of those yeah things. india it's not italy mm-hmm. it is italy is yes italy, italy is, is. Mm-hmm. How how is the situation in general in um in India right now? May I ask Shreyank? I'm sorry that I'm changing topics again, but oh, yeah. um first of all, my thoughts are with you um because I know your family you. is, is in India. And there's a lot, like a lot you're going through right now. I mean, as a couple living in Canada right now, Yasmin trying to adjust to several circumstances and Shreyank, your family, um and and india basically um suffering a lot right now yeah i mean uh, how i see it is uh, so now the pandemic is in its one and a half like it's one and a half years <laughs> last year when the pandemic was uh, starting in india um the conversation was oh we are indians we are strong i mean it's a flu it, it won't really affect us right Uh, we eat spicy food, nothing will happen to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was more or less the conversation going on. And uh, no one knew that it's going to take this long. And overall in my family as well. So my mom used to, uh, used to work in a bank. So she had to go to the bank, meet a lot of people and exposed to a lot of people. So I was kind of worried for my mom. But in the end, they were not as worried as me. Uh, they were like, it's okay. Uh, and also a lot of people I knew, they were not so affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was making calls with my family, friends back home. They were not so affected by it. So mm-hmm. I thought, okay, it's happening, but not a huge concern. And and your friends and your family, they weren't even really concerned about it last year. 
And they were not, to be honest, mm-hmm. they were not. Like mm-hmm. they, some people had it and they recovered very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's one thing to just be COVID positive and it's another thing to actually experience all the severe symptoms because most of my friends, they did, they were positive, but nothing happened to them. I mean, mm-hmm. they were all fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, But now what happened is this year, luckily my parents are actually in America right now mm-hmm. because they are with my elder brother and uh, he had a baby so they are with him visiting uh, and they got their uh, covid vaccines uh, which is great mm-hmm. so they are there with him it's really good otherwise if they were alone in india i would be shaking right now mm-hmm. uh, but they are there they are safe and right now the situation in india is uh, every other friend i'm speaking to knows for sure someone who's affected by covid Mm-hmm. But they also know someone who has died, which was not the case last year. Yeah. So people are dying for sure. The major problem is um, I, uh, they are doing some work now. In India, it's always like this. It's like a knee-jerk reaction to things. Um, they could have built more capacities for oxygen and other ventilators, but they did not do that. Uh, by, I think, um, December, they thought the daily infections were coming down. So they thought we have defeated the virus. So they just opened up everything. Things in Bombay were normal. In, in Instagram, used to watch people going out, chilling, going to Goa, going here for vacations. Everything was normal. And then the wave started picking up again. Mm. So now, but yeah, I mean, uh, hospitals, they were in a bad shape where a lot of stress was placed on the healthcare sector. Not enough beds available, not enough ventilators available. But I was reading news, some newspapers, news articles today. It's getting better, mm-hmm. but uh, could have been managed much better. You know, it mm-hmm. should not always have been knee-jerk reaction. They could have, at least they have the vaccine, which is good, but mm-hmm. uh, it's getting better now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, as I said before, I'm, I'm really sorry to to hear that. And when I heard the, the news, um, I was immediately thinking about you as well as well um, as about um, some some other uh, friends of mine, um, because as you guys know, due to, to the podcast, we're connected with, with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. it's just, I don't know what to say. You know, it brings yeah. tears into my eyes to see that people have to suffer. And um, as I said, I also had to, to think about you immediately when mm-hmm. um, seeing the news the other day and seeing how things are developing in India. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that your family is fine, that your family is still yeah. in the US um, and that they got vaccinated, which is amazing, which is really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but but yeah, it's, it's just like you guys are going through so much right now, you know, and you're still sitting there um, and there's a bond between you, holding you together, making you go through it together, which I think is, is so important so that you can rely on each other and that, you know, no matter what, um, the other will be there and has my back in any situation, you know, and this is a very tough situation, especially nowadays. Oh, my yeah, as I said, I'm very sorry. I just jump. I'm just jumping right oh. now from one topic oh, to the other. But it's just just something, yeah. Just just feel like it's it's important um, to talk about as well as as life is life, you know. Yeah. 
it's affecting everyone right now yeah so it's yeah it's part of our life i'm very glad your family's fine i'm glad your mm. friends are fine as well um i'm glad or i'm happy for you guys and it's great to see how you're managing life in general right now um and i'm also curious about what life will bring you in future Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like you do have big plans um you're planning obviously to stay a little bit longer in canada of course uh, <laughs> was probably as long as possible or what is the the actual plan right now uh, you want to start yeah. <laughs> yes i mean uh, it's a long-term plan i mean we we want to settle here <laughs> and that's the intention we are here right now it's not an experience that we want to have we have, we live here let's see where to go no uh, i think we want to settle here um, that's the plan and i think over the long term is going to work out well because uh, there are opportunities in this country um, it is a developed economy and uh, jobs are there um, in her sector as well i mean uh, it's going to take time mm -hmm. as you said it's about waiting uh, at the end where one partner is a bit ahead he has to wait it's is the same like that's how i see it mm -hmm. and uh, in terms of money if, because the most practical thing is money mm -hmm. um, for me definitely this is way better than india mm -hmm. and uh, way way better than india and I I for me myself I can see me growing professionally which really helps when you want to have a family and uh, you know you want to settle down buy a house do things like that right and I hope it's the same for you I mean uh, <laughs> like because she comes from a developed economy I mean mm -hmm. she comes from Italy uh but maybe I'm biased but I think Canada is better than Italy because in the end there is a lot of immigration happening here more talented people are coming in uh, it will grow it will mm -hmm. always grow country mm -hmm. that welcomes immigrants will grow mm -hmm. and uh, in my opinion still i feel sometimes that italy is a bit old school and uh, i don't know okay i don't <laughs> in the sense that where there are so many things happening they are willing to give a chance to people right because If you think about it, I did all my education in India, all my work in India, but here the healthcare. I work for a hospital. Uh, mm -hmm. UHN is a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, it's a group of five hospital, government-funded hospitals, and I work as a financial analyst there. Mm -hmm. And they decided to give me a chance, and mm -hmm. it's not even three months in the country, and they decided to give me a chance like that. And I don't think that is something to be taken for granted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it will work for us. I think. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I laugh about no I laugh because um, I mean uh, we are a very practical per, uh, people like <laughs> like Shrank and I like uh, he says that I come from you know a, a country like Italy that is you know like a developed country but um, I still come from a family of immigrants um, so I come like my family is Brazilian and I've like grew up in a family of Brazilians Mm -hmm. and uh for us uh, future and plans they are very practical because uh, we were not been experienced to practical and easy stuff you mm -hmm. know 
our families really struggle to give what we have For today. Sure, yeah. mm. And uh, I think that it's also something that we have in common. It keeps us also together this thought that we really need to do something good and, you know, also be economical, independent, also to help our families. Mm. And uh, me and him, we have this thought a lot mm. i am more a naive person so so before meeting him i was you know i've always um, my, my dream is also to work in the uh, international education sector so i was really open you know to to spend one year in africa one year in south america and so on then uh, after meeting him you know adapt my plan and so mm. on and um but still in my head i always had this thought like uh, i can be naive but at a certain point because uh, i come from uh, a family where it's not always easy to afford uh, the type of life i like i i dream mm-hmm. and uh, we really both of us we have this thing of you know like uh, do something from work wise to help our families and uh, yeah, in my future, I, you know, uh, it's it's very hard because uh, we want to settle down to remove the thought of immigration. Then I really want to experience what you know what I can see that it's the potential of Canada. I would like, um, if I have to dream big, I dream of you know completing a PhD, starting a PhD in education. I love to do that, but I know it will take time. Because I, I will need to save money. I need to get my PR. So it might take one to two, two three years mm. to do that. And but it's okay. After that, I will do. And uh, uh, in this sense, you know, and uh, yeah, we like uh, like to have a house. Uh, like for us, it's very like important to have our own house. For the same thing that um, we come from two back backgrounds where to have a house, it's it's really like the dream, you know, and uh, uh, having like my mother in Italy, we were keeping moving from a different houses, always uh, like rent, uh, renting it. So we never had our own place. So for me, it, it would be like a dream you know, to have a house that it's mine. And uh, yeah, maybe you're like ex- thinking to explore more Canada in the sense we just don't want to stay in Toronto, mm-hmm. but maybe also more in the outskirts, uh, where you know, yeah, or like living in a yeah Nova Scotia or places with beautiful landscapes and so on. Uh, because now many jobs will be online, so we just mm-hmm. don't have to focus on the big exactly. cities. And they're cheaper as well. Compared yeah, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's nice somehow. It's also nice because it's allowed you know people also to explore other places. So yes, I mean we are very practical. <laughs> I always laugh when they ask about our plan because we are very practical people. <laughs> and I mean I may sound very evil right now. Sorry about that, but before moving here, I read this uh, article which talked about if global warming happens, mm-hmm. uh, Canada will benefit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a long-term hedge. Sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> News. <laughs> yeah. But hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, I hope. I hope so too because uh, <laughs> in Germany we will have a problem. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. No, no, it, it was a joke. I wasn't. I know, I know, I know, I know. 
<laughs> but I've never been in Canada, so that's still on my bucket list or on our oh, bucket yeah. list to explore Canada. As you guys yes. know, for us, it's just like we don't know where we end up eventually. Hmm. But uh, I can definitely see ourselves someday live in Canada or in Norway, you know, like just experiencing what you just said, the mm. landscape and beautiful people. Because I do think that especially being in an international relationship or multicultural relationship, it helps a lot if you, first of all, if you explore something together, you know, if it's mm. somehow neutral ground, as I said before, no one mm. of you knows already. And also if you are living in a country that's basically, um, welcoming people from other cultures um, yeah. and I do feel unfortunately and it's so sad to say it I do feel for most of the countries in the world it's not the case um, yeah. so um, you you are going to have a hard time as such a couple um, mm. so basically living living somewhere basically where you can just live your life where you will not be just judged for for where you're from what background you have and um, exactly yeah. And uh, where you also meet people who are like you, um, mm. for example, not those stereotypes, you know, like just being open minded people, um, friendly and open minded and honest people. This is all what we are looking for. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's a, it's something that we don't have to take it for granted. Exactly. I mean, yeah. sometimes like uh, also like when uh, we, we think about, you know, living in India, we love e India, like India, it's our home. Mm -hmm. But we know that uh, there are, you know, still barriers, many yeah. barriers from a political and social point of view, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's really something that we have to consider. And uh, at the stage, uh, like like we need to prioritize countries where we can live our life in the sense that we don't have these barriers with us. Like it's it's an open society, mm -hmm. so we can just be us, <laughs> just mm -hmm. us. <laughs> not you know the foreigner in india and uh, yeah right, yeah. Right. yeah and all those traditional pressure especially in india i mean yeah i, I know that your family friend is, is very open-minded in general but uh it's also okay because <laughs> uh, your um your brother is living in the u.s right yes he is mentioned yes. yeah so yes they're used to for for their kids basically exploring and making yeah. friends worldwide yeah i mean so my my parents they do come from a traditional background the thing is they are an arranged marriage couple uh, i mean their family set their marriage so they come from that background they are they both worked really hard so they are from uh, originally from rural rural south india and they moved to bombay and uh, both from very progressive families where a lot of emphasis on education good background good learning good morals and things like that but uh, so they kind of expected both their children to have arranged marriages as well but uh, they were accepting when my brother had a love marriage, but it was kind of like a perfect match because both of them are from the same state. Like my brother and my sister-in-law, they are both from uh, Karnataka. They both speak the same language, cultures are same, religions are same, and uh, everything is same. So there's no problem of a uh, th th there's no question of a problem arising, you know, from the families. 
both were very happy and they are both very well educated well settled have great jobs so you you can't find any problem there <laughs> for the family to okay you know that's not fine you don't ah, do okay ah, yeah. okay so but uh, when i so i my parents they don't know that i'm living here with her they don't know that oh i didn't know that they don't ah, know that if okay. they know that will be a problem they, ah okay yeah so i i have to do this balancing act ah and it's it is uh, <laughs> any indian has to go through this like yeah. uh, in india they will be so in in case of my family like uh, my brother um they were together for a long time but only towards the end when they were like very certain about marriage did they tell uh, our families that you know we are going to get married mm-hmm. all through the previous years they just had hints but they didn't know mm-hmm. because it's a very like avoid confrontational kind of attitude where you don't talk about these things openly mm-hmm. right i understand so, yeah so i mean when i was like when we are together me and yasmeen for her it's very natural for the families to be involved since the very beginning but for us it's only at the end where you know that marriage is on the cards and oh, you okay. have lived lot of time together then you tell the family mm-hmm. and i know many of your friends also who are together since ages but their families have no idea and mm-hmm. uh, but i know for yasmin it's not a, it's a big deal that the family doesn't know right mm-hmm. so i did like we used to have this conversation where she let say you know like your family should know about me and uh, i did put that thought across to my family saying you know there is yasmin um she is my partner and this and that my family was very mixed in the sense that they were worried about me as my future because they were thinking oh god i hope this boy doesn't uh focus only on love he has to focus on his career this that mm. everything because mm-hmm. they are very practical people because they have seen hardships in their life and mm-hmm. they don't want their child to you know be mistracked or going into a bad direction or i don't know so um, yeah i mean they were worried about me they said okay they told me it is your life you you do what you want to do and um, in the end we are family we will support you but make your life stable don't be like the like that lover who doesn't have uh, anything like no job no house or nothing like that they are very practical people mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. that and um, they are open minded i mean they know i am with yasmin they know that and uh, but they don't know she is here okay so my brother knows mm-hmm. and uh, i'm i should not do this but i'm kind of following my brother's footsteps mm-hmm. where uh, he told the family towards the very end mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i mean it's it's not the best i i agree it's it's not uh, fair for her i know that you know where my family is not so aware about her but it's kind of the society i mean uh, families want to do this at the last yeah. in a way to protect because what would happen is i think indians indian families they they prefer continuity i mean they don't want to know about breakups and things like that okay mm-hmm. if you break up you had that thing you know you did that that's bad it's very bad 
bad boy it's not good you know mm-hmm. so it's in a way of protecting the families especially from the girl side like if if the girl's families uh, know that okay there is a girl she has a partner and then they broke up it's it's kind of like a bad thing for the girl for the girl's family so now you've broken up we will have trouble finding a suitable boy for you and things like that it's changing it's it is changing but it's still there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah understand so it's it's tough on you yasmin but then it's also is it tradition would you summarize it as it's it's not tradition it's 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 a cultural thing mm, yeah yeah, not, mm, yeah, mm. yeah i mean it of course it's it was not easy for me now i mean uh, this is not uh, like a point of discussion mm. anymore i mean sometimes but uh, but at the beginning it was terrible for me because my family as i said like my family it's uh, italian and brazilian so it's a very i don't want to generalize but they are very open minded families and uh, you know they always wanted to be involved from the beginning mm-hmm. so my mother always had this attitude like i want to know who you are dating just i just want to be aware so for my family they honestly i was very lucky had uh, no problem and um, my family knows uh, shreyank they love him so i also you know i also wanted that from my side yeah. <laughs> you know, i want to be like i want to know his family and uh, you know be also like you know get to know his house and uh, stuff like this but uh, it was not possible and i used to take it very personally at the beginning like mm-hmm. i was like i am a good person uh, like i am not you know because there are some negative stereotypes like uh, towards foreigners in india and uh, but i don't respect them in the sense that uh, you know i was like uh, i am a very humble person you know I, i lived in india i am a good person why they why not like what's wrong with me so but then i understood that it's it's not it's what i represent it's not me it's what i represent and for them it's it's a lot to take it mm. at the moment it's it's a lot and uh, they are worried they are worried and uh, it's not i i've met them like at uh, his brother's wedding just you know hi and uh, shrank was like this is my friend and so on and they were honestly very shy and scared and uh, and i think there i understood uh, that uh, it's not about me and it's really the fact that i am something different uh, from everything they are used to mm-hmm. and um, they i think that, that they will accept me it will take time of course and uh, they, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i really understood and also like i was thinking okay so like from our the, the relation from our relationship i was like so we are not serious are you not serious in our relationship i was thinking that uh, and um, it's it's not like this i know that uh, we are serious he is serious it's just he is protecting his parents mm-hmm. i somehow wanted you know someone uh, to you know fight against uh, your culture and be like this 
because also you know also I know other couples and uh, in an um, international relationship and I know that maybe they know the parents. So I used to get very jealous and say, why not? Uh, I would say like also knowing the Indian society, it's changed a lot on uh, like uh, it's it's mm-hmm. very Indian society. It matters a lot your status. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and uh, I'm not saying, of course, that, you know, but your background matters a lot. Like the more your family is exposed uh, to a different type of societies, the more acceptance they will. I -hmm. can't pretend that uh, they will accept me like this if like for 60 years they've been exposed to this type of, you know, arranged marriage, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Indian girls and so on. It will just, you know. Um, take time and uh, it's okay I'm open now to follow their their you know their time and uh, you know sometimes I like uh, when I was talking with some friends of mine I have this friend uh, who was like you are living the dream you don't know your in-laws like this (laughs) so why are you complaining this is the best thing to do you just leave your relationship who cares (laughs) okay another point of view (laughs) yeah it was but you know that conversation with her really changed my mind and I was like okay just let's enjoy our relationship it will like arrive that moment when uh, I will meet his parents yeah I mean just to add it's it's just about comfort I mean as she rightly added it's about comfort and nothing personal I know for a fact when they meet her they just want to be very sure about us because mm-hmm. they want us to be in a good place they are our parents they want good things for us mm-hmm. right it's not that they will make our lives miserable by being in between or mm-hmm. not accepting this and that. they are not like that i know my parents mm-hmm. they love me and they want me to be happy i know that for a fact and that's how i see it i see it that um the day when i tell about i'm just actually waiting for a right moment i mean um they are there with my brother right now they're happy they're playing with the grandchild they're very happy so at the right time i will tell them when mm-hmm. things are open you know when i they can meet her and just just be more sure about things mm-hmm. they will they will like her i mean i don't see any reason why they will not like her i mean uh and whatever dreams that she will have about love and everything i i know it will happen mm-hmm. and also Indians, once the first ice is broken, they will be so close that you'll be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, that is going to happen. I know that that will happen. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm really sorry that, uh, you know, it's one of those joys which you're not able to experience right now. Mm. But I'm sorry about that. You know, I really am. But for me, I really can't say right now saying you know i am living in because living in before marriage is oh, what are you doing it's uh, you know <laughs> but uh, yeah mm-hmm. but i know they are really nice people my parents mm-hmm. and uh, they have worked so hard all their life they want me to be happy they want mm-hmm. my family to be happy right they are not the ones to make problems or uh, be you know evil or anything like that mm-hmm. and uh, they will meet and and I remember when uh, when they met you just casually I mean they knew that she is not just my friend because 
my uh, some of the other family members they noticed me and yasmin at my brother's wedding mm-hmm. and they were like who's that girl who's always there and it's a big thing mm-hmm. because it's a very big thing in india to notice these things and first of all she's not from india she's come all the way abroad for a wedding and you know what's happening mm-hmm. it, it's not a friend it's something more <laughs> they know that and that's how communication works you give, give this these hints mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't say anything open you just give this yeah, hint and then the whole ecosystem starts <laughs> i i just i just sorry for laughing but i just love the way because obviously they they somehow know but then it's just like it's bang on bang on <laughs> they somehow know but it's yeah. not known you know it's yeah, there's exactly. a gray area yeah, there it's a different way of communicating <laughs> exactly. exactly and so when they know hi meet my friend they know it's not just their friend so uh, and i remember i think my dad told okay eat properly eat everything properly yeah. was it my dad yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's uh, yeah now it's i but i recognize it it's very hard i mean now honestly i mean it's, it's it's not our priority i mean it's sad to say but uh, we are okay with that and uh, yeah it was not easy because you know also as i said coming from a, like a, our family it comes from a very practical background i also know that um, they would like uh, you know the partner also to be a, to have a stable job and stuff like this which are something that at the moment we can't really say about me So I used to take it very bad and my self esteem was like oh so you don't want to introduce me because I'm jobless mm-hmm. but it's it's just how they think I mean and uh, we can't always you know pretend to to change stuff mm-hmm. and uh, you know we have really to choose our battles and um, it's okay like this I mean they are not they are not against that's the fact they are not against because they know and they are not against yeah yeah they're just waiting uh, yeah for for the final introduction somehow yeah exactly yeah. i mean his brother to be honest took eight years so <laughs> I, just, i just hope it's a bit less <laughs> well, you still have a few years ahead of you then but i mean it's, it will all end up sooner or later and um yeah. Yeah. most probably as uh, shreyang just said you might be looking back and be like okay those times <laughs> yeah true. i wasn't so included into into the family but yeah. i know that you Italians you also just your family people like yeah. all all in like it's just so so incredible. like thinking about it um of all european countries i think italian are the country where people are so close to their families it's incredible yeah. So then it's it's like it's really just two opposites crashing. Mm. It couldn't be it couldn't be more what's the more opposite. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. But yeah. eventually as I said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. To get um to to an end um So looking back um the past few years of your relationship all the challenges you've overcome what advice is it you would like to give to anyone who's listening right now I would say uh patience I mean 
that one word will encompass everything else mm-hmm. be patient um, there will be a lot of times when uh, words don't mean exactly how they sound <laughs> especially in, in, in our case because there is a loss of translation translation sometimes so just be patient don't jump to immediate conclusions uh, things what seem are obvious are not always obvious take your time breathe accept mistakes where uh, people are not perfect relationships are not perfect things which you see on social media tv everywhere about relationships being this perfect bliss it's not true <laughs> and uh, you have to be very practical accept those mistakes because they are part of the person and the relationship and uh, unless it's a very bad thing and you can't accept someone who's doing very mean things right mm-hmm. when i'm saying mistakes it's about the small things where i mean your partner left socks on the ground or things <laughs> like that <laughs> so those kind of mistakes uh, mm-hmm. they are part of the person just talk and uh, know that both of you are kind of in the same boat some higher some lower but uh, both are equally frustrated both have equal uh, mental issues or strains like that understand more and empathize um, don't take your frustrations on your partner and <laughs> and uh, yeah just be patient you know yeah yeah it's actually like it's a sort of a difficult uh, mm-hmm. question I mean there are many things honestly but I mean from my point of view uh, I feel like saying uh, that uh, I mean you are not alone mm-hmm. in the sense that um, uh, I've always felt that uh, I don't know misunderstood that uh, or that people could uh, not really understand uh, what I was going through mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, it's um, it's all about uh, you know also um choosing and understanding the people around you and uh, like be very also careful about boundaries mm-hmm. and about uh, the people you want to share your story with because uh, it's it's not given for granted that they will understand and uh, they will just make you feel very lonely mm-hmm. but there are few people that they do understand and they do support mm-hmm. so you know like also in this process of being in a multicultural relationship long distance relationship uh, like surround yourself of you know a community that really supports you mm-hmm. because okay there is the couple and uh, we support each other but also sometimes we need friends support from external people and uh, to choose carefully like uh, the ones that uh, you know can be part of this journey too and uh, but there are i mean there are sometimes we have to struggle more to like you know to speak and also also for me it's not easy to say i feel bad because shrank's parents uh, don't want to meet me so they will say oh he comes from a very you know uh, strange culture why is he doing that to you that's not fair i mean it's it is culture i mean it's not easy like uh, to make it understand for others so sometimes i just don't share but there are people that they will understand mm-hmm. so just you know for, yeah protect your uh, your mental well-being also and 
yeah, while communicating, I will say that's the advice at least I will give to myself, to, mm. <laughs> yeah, to my past self, yeah. And uh, before we hang up, um, so first of all, thank you so much for sharing um, valuable advice. Um, I can, like everything you just said, I can only agree with that. I just love Rayang for you said one word, patient, and then you kept on. <laughs> and you gave like 10 advices, yeah. which is incredible. <laughs> it's it, But it, this is how it is. So there is no no one rule or 10 rules you have to follow in such a relationship. It, obviously, yeah. it always depends on which nationality mm. and the background. And there's so many mm. factors you have to take into account yeah. um, but in the end when it comes to international and to cultural multicultural relationships we all struggle with the same to be honest mm. um, yeah. so the base is still the same mm. um, and you Yasmin you were telling before that you are writing and are you still writing or is this something yeah where, yeah, I'm, yeah. where could I find you <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, writing. I recently opened a blog mm -hmm. called uh, The Masala in the Story, <laughs> which Masala represents, you know, India, represents Shreyank, represents also, you know, finding the positive side in uh, in everything. It's a, it's a shade, like, so I've opened this uh, blog and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we, we share uh, about our immigration journey, about our long distance relationship, about life abroad and, uh, and so on. Thank you. <laughs> so I will add that in the side notes for everyone who's interested in to check it out and obviously also your Instagram account to thank connect you. with you. <laughs> of sure, course, you. of course. I'm just happy for everyone who's sharing their story and mm. who's sharing valuable advice. And also, uh, as you just said, uh, just mean that um there are people that understand and what situation mm -hmm. you are in and you just have to find the right people mm -hmm. um and this is what you're doing this is what i am doing you know in the end mm -hmm. um we are all somehow doing the same we're struggling mm -hmm. with the same um and it's just it's just amazing to exchange thoughts and experiences mm -hmm. and also advices when it comes to a point where i'd be like okay I know how you're feeling right now and I can mm. tell you it will get better because I've been there and I somehow managed to go through it as well. For example, True. you know, and the same mm -hmm. way with you, you'll be able to get advice to someone who, who felt the way you were feeling like mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago when uh, Shreyank was telling you, hey, I can't be open about our relationship right now. Give mm -hmm. me some time, for example, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your time um the one and a half hours a little bit more we are just talking <laughs> thank you relationships and uh, yeah i wish you all the best for your future thank you so much you too thank you it was very nice yeah. <laughs> thank you so much thank you for listening to today's episode and As always, if you're not following us yet on Instagram and or Facebook, go ahead and do it now. <laughs> It's International Love Story. And also, if you like what we're doing, please rate our podcast wherever you're listening to it. And if you do have any questions, if you do need advice, if you are maybe even in a similar situation like Yasmin and Schreyank, 
don't hesitate to contact us. So we are here to help and take care. Have a lovely day, have a lovely morning, have a lovely evening, wherever you are right now. And see and hear you soon. Bye-bye.